0: Welcome from Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 265. And Welcome back to my front porch. Uh, It's a beautiful night here in Phoenix. A little windy. If you know anything about me, you know I love the wind. So anytime I can get out here when it's windy, I got my fire going. It's a little chilly. It's like perfect. I mean, the temperature in Phoenix recently has just been magical. You know, like in the 70s, like a little high 60s, the wind a little bit. So you got like a sweatshirt vibe, but it's not too cold. It's not too hot. It's pretty awesome. So the weather's been amazing. That being said, it's going to be in the 80s next week. Uh, So uh, that for Phoenicians is a bad sign because 80s are kind of our signal like it's all this beautiful weather that we've been enjoying it's coming to an end very sad day but anyway uh enjoying these days while we have them and then it's going to be just so hot and by the way uh i still do the podcast out here on the front porch in the summertime in phoenix and it is sweaty hot it's just i mean no fun at all but stick with it. I stick with it because I do think it's so cool that uh, we're all learning and growing and figuring figuring this thing out together. I've been finding uh, recently, as I've been going to try to pick passages, you know, I used to kind of methodically kind of go through and, you know, find some Psalms or wherever I was reading at the time and try to, you know, organize them a little bit. But It just didn't feel right, just didn't feel organic, Uh, didn't feel authentic to me. And so I stopped doing that a while ago. And really what happens is kind of week in and week out, I'm paying attention paying attention to books I'm reading, you know, in in books they'll have passages or listening on Sunday at church, just to passages that are popping up and and I'm going, "Man, I think I need to work through that passage or think through that passage." A lot of them are ones that, you know, I'm I might get convicted about or maybe like I'm going to I I just started studying in the book of Job, and so I'll be studying the book of Job, a passage will pop out as I'm doing a study in the book of Job. And I'll do that here. So I've really enjoyed kind of the organic. It feels a little more authentic. It kind of is hitting me week in and week out uh, as I go through this, as opposed to planning it out. Not that that's bad. Those of you who are planners, like the idea of how I'm doing this would like totally freak you out. You're like, no way. Never. I can never do it. But for me, it works really, really well. And what it allows me to do, this has been kind of an interesting thing for me. What it allows me to do is just be aware. Like, the 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 truth of God's word right isn't just just powerful in these times of devotion like they're pretty it's all over it's all around you know i'll be driving on a highway there's a billboard i'm like oh man Like that, there's a passage that that is on the billboard, or my pastor is speaking, or I'm in a small group, or, or anything, right? Or I'm reading a book, or an article, or something, and a passage pops out, and it's just like, wow, that's really important. And so just kind of being aware, kind of that spiritual awareness is pretty cool. So a lot of times as I go kind of put together passages, what's happening is I'm kind of interacting with whatever I'm working through uh, in real life, in real time, and trying to bring that out. And so, you know, as I've been going through Job, like I said, some passages are popping out to me. I'm like, man, I'm going to underline that one because I really think it's getting at the heart of something I'm working through. And I think about all you all the time. Like, I think there's a bunch of people out there that are kind of working through the same thing. So, today's passage came as a result of listening to our pastor teach on Sunday. And and I thought, man, I don't know if I've taught on that passage. Went back, kind of worked through it. Like, yeah, it's so important. So important. And I'm pretty wound up about this passage. So I'll get to that in a sec. Just want to say thank you for listening. And then for those who continue to be generous to this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being generous to the podcast. You can donate in a multitude of different ways on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash front porch confessional you can send venmo or things like that checks Uh, people do that so really appreciate all of you who have continued to contribute to the podcast thank you thank you so much okay our passage for today really excited about this romans 2 4 or do you presume on the presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience not knowing that god's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance. Uh, I'll read it again. Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? Uh, This would have been probably six years ago, five years ago, maybe five years ago. We're in California. I'm driving down. I think it's the 91, something like that and uh it you know that highway tends to be dangerous at times and and so driving down the highway it's Ben's 16th birthday we're headed to the beach i got a car full of teenage girls, you know, because they're in the car. I'm taking them all to the beach to, to, to go to the party. I think Patty had a, a a car full of boys. I don't know what the deal was, but I don't know why I got selected to have all these teenage girls. But they were all in the car with me, and they were singing Miley Cyrus's "Wrecking Ball." And I'm not even joking. The moment that they started singing, and it hit me like a wrecking, you know, it, I got rear-ended on the highway because we had stopped in traffic. Bang! He hit me, and so I'm like, oh man. But everyone was safe. So I pull over to the side of the road and get out of the car. And I look at my car. It's totally fine. I look at his car and it is jacked up. And this kid, I don't know, he's probably 23 or 24. He gets out of the car and he's thinking, I'm going to rip him a new one. And I walk up to him and I put my hand in the air like a high five. And I'm like, high five. And I give this guy a high five. I'm like, you crushed me. And this kid did not know what to do with me. Now, I do that because... I think it's kind of fun when people think you're going to be all angry and ticked off at them to do the opposite. And so I thought, I'm just going to be super kind. I put my arm around him like, oh, buddy, I'm so sorry. This has to be so hard. He's like, oh, my dad's going to freak out. I'm like, I know, man. I'm so." But you did a good job. Like, if you're going to hit somebody, hit me really good, that kind of thing. And so when I was going through this passage, it made me think about that, mainly because, you know, this understanding of the wrath of God. Like, that's a real thing. But here, like, Paul's bringing this opposite idea of, like, no way, what about the kindness? the kindness of God and and what i keep telling us over and over as we go through these po- podcasts is like in in these passages context is everything it's everything you know where's paul coming from why is he saying this why is this uh, so important well he's just got ta- done talking about passing judgment and and why that is so important here you have a group of uh jews and gentiles right but he, here you have the jews and he's going listen look what, look at all that God has done for you look at his kindness towards us look at the method that he is using to draw men to himself he's using kindness and those of you who have received that both Jew and Gentile should be like overwhelmed by that you know these are the, these passages uh, that that Paul's working through he's speaking to both just Jewish people but also to Gentiles who have converted to the faith and so he's speaking this word to them going like listen listen. Listen, if you're going to go around judging people, you've got to really kind of look in the mirror and go, what is going on? What has God done for me? He has been kind. I love this idea of kindness. You know, I love the idea of kindness as a weapon. And that's what I believe Paul is inviting us into. And, you know, what does our world need? Really, truly, what does our world need? Does it need more judgment? You know, does it? need more anger <laughs> does it need more division no 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 we we need kindness we need the kindness of god and we need that kindness to just come over and overwhelm others we need the kindness of god and we need the kindness and we need kindness for other But here's the thing with biblical kindness, and this is what, man, this rocked me, rocked me as I was thinking through this and working through this. Kindness, it's costly. Kindness is costly. Like, And here's the thing, and and of course, you you all know, I have a fairly vivid imagination. And so, when I started thinking through this idea of kindness with first popped into my head was a kindness that looks a little bit like Mr. Rogers Like, and honestly no dog on Mr. Rogers. I grew up watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood I've watched a couple of these recent documentaries they've done on him and I think Tom Hanks was recently uh, in a movie called Would You Be My Neighbor or something like that. It was fantastic. I mean fantastic Fred Rogers was a man who loved the Lord and he was kind um, and, but what we think about a lot of times when it comes to kindness is we think about kind of that kind of kindness, you know, this kindness that's neighborly, right? It's a kindness that like waves and it smiles at people and uh, it tells them like, have a nice day, neighbor, like you're going to be great. Today's going to be awesome. Like that's the idea of kindness that we tend to think about and not that that kindness is bad. But I think if we think about kindness in the context of what Paul is talking about, he's going like, this kindness that God has given to us cost Jesus his life. His life. I mean, I mean, think about that. When was the last time? I mean, truly, I was thinking through this. When was the last time that kindness was costly? When it cost us something, you know, I, I mean, and it could be as simple as, and I was trying to think through examples of like there, you know, in the grocery store and you like let somebody in the line in front of you, like that's kind, but it's also costly. It cost you time right kindness that maybe buys a meal for somebody you know kindness that that that, that really cares you know I, and i thought it's thinking about how rare i mean sadly for me how rare it is that kindness is costly for me for the most part i tend to have this very mr Roger-y type of kindness which isn't bad but the kindness in the context of this passage is jesus Jesus lost his life. This is getting me worked up, I'm telling you. Like as I started working through this, I was like, oh my gosh. I've known this passage. I've taught this passage, but I have never considered that kindness is costly in that it costs Jesus, his life. You know, and I I, I think uh, I think as Christians, uh, we talk a lot. You know, we talk a lot as Christians. We talk about love you know we talk about forgiveness we talk about even we talk about kindness but really 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 what what does it cost us you know and as i started again thinking through this about kindness and kindness being costly what i realized was i believe that we want a comfortable kindness kind of a cozy kindness a kindness that isn't costly. We want a kindness that that ca- that that causes somebody across the that that causes unity across or or, or uh, with somebody on our party line, but we don't want a, ca- a kindness that costs us this unity with somebody who's different than us. We we don't want that, right? Now imagine if God had done that for us. Imagine if God it like goes, no no no, I'm sorry. I'm only dying for the Jews. I'm only doing that, you know. For us, we just kind of want this cozy kindness that goes: look, as long as you're <clears throat> red, you're in the red group, or you're in the blue group, then I'll be fine with you. You know, if you're, I'm a, if I'm in the red group, then I'll be kind to those in, in the red group. But if you're in the blue group, no, sorry, I don't extend my kindness over there. Imagine if God did that. Like how crazy that would be, that He only extends kindness to people <laughs> wearing masks. Or people who don't wear masks or people who are vaccinated and people are, I mean, you can just go down the line based upon everything we've experienced as a culture. But think about it. Imagine if God only died for the Jews. If he said, well, you know, sorry, all you Gentiles. And by the way, the majority of you are Gentiles. Sorry, but you were, you know, kind of born in the wrong people group, you know, (laughs) like that's crazy. But we do that. Like imagine if God did that, we would be like, "Hey, that's unfair. That's not right." And He's like, "Exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Look at my kindness. Look at my generosity. Look at my care. His kindness is what propels Him to forgive us. His unrelenting, overwhelming, abundant, abundant kindness. You know, my my son's work in the the food uh, service industry and. And they talk about how discouraging it is to see humanity. They see it day in and day out. They, they complain and demand justice for things that have no eternal value. And I, and I see that happening all the time. I see that in myself a lot. And, and it's really discouraging. But when I look to Jesus, when I look to Jesus, I see his kindness on the cross. God's love And his generosity extended to the world. And what he says to you and I is go be kind like God is kind. Go be sacrificially kind. Because we will kill people with kindness only when we remember that Jesus was killed to extend God's kindness to us. So the question is really simple How do you need to be kind? How do you specifically need to be kind to those around you? Sacrificially kind. What's it gonna cost you? Father God, thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your love and your grace that covers a multitude of sins. We praise you for your kindness. Spirit, guide us, lead us, convict us to do the same for others. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heartbeat.